It's time for everybody's favorite show about the great state of Utah. It's the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, free defender of all that is woman, Jeremy, the daddest of dads, Jessica, producer extraordinaire, and Chris, pretend radio leader of the show. And joining us for the... Uh, Why can't I hear you? It's I can't hear me. Hey, there we oh, go. look, that there we are. Be better. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Hey, is this thing on? No. I got to turn the headphones back up. It's been a while. We have another host with us, a guest host. Uh, We are actually in the building, um, the Axis Axis building. building. Axis and Allies. Um, Mm -hmm. No, it's just Axis. Uh, Just Axis. (laughs) The Ally building should be across the street. That'd be cool. No, it's the Salt Palace across the street. (laughs) (laughs) And a parking garage. But there's a pub. But we're here with uh, Pete Saltis of uh, City Weekly uh, in their new space, basically. (laughs) Great to be here. Thanks for having me. This is sort of your space, sort of free. You're actually having us. Yeah. No, it's a it's a cool co working space. We enjoy being here. But uh, you know, when we moved out of our building at the end of November, I'm just glad we got to stay in downtown. You know, right in the core of what we what we do. So yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic. Thanks for thanks for having us. Uh, Of course, this is episode 198. Uh, We're getting close. So close to 200. Oh my gosh, two more. Each week is closer. And Enrique either wants to be on 200 or 208 because that's our actual four year. He wants to be in a round number. 200 is booked. Yeah, unfortunately, he loves anniversaries. So oh yeah, two oh eight is super round. Maybe we should. It is. The two is round. The O is round. And it's our four year anniversary. That's not round though. Could be. <laughs> it might Four not work year, because it lands square. on a Tuesday and that's when they go to press. So. Oh, that's right. You can't do Tuesdays. Nope. Well, we would have to do like an earlier late record. Well, I can't. I'll be in India. Never mind. <laughs> that's See? not going to happen. It's just not going to happen, Enrique. If there's Sorry. A, we look, love you. We got a plan. Enrique and I have a plan. Don't worry. If there is a gigantic outbreak of coronavirus and COVID-19 in India, I probably won't be going, but. The chances of that are pretty slim for where I'm going, so <laughs> it's one of the cleaner parts of India. Um, so anyway, yeah, um, a lot has happened since last week. <laughs> so there was Super a, Tuesday. Super Tuesday happened. Um, Super Tuesday happened. And, and narrowed the... F- I was telling Bree um, the, the Wednesday morning following Super Tuesday, um, which uh, was a long time ago. <laughs> I, I was telling Bree that my hopes are um, that uh, Biden and Sanders, uh, one will give in to the other and they'll just have each other as running mates. And probably Biden's going to have to be the uh, the candidate and Sanders be his running mate. Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Join forces and go after the great Satan, Orange 45. Um, so... Bloomberg uh, dropped his ass out. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was honestly, I'm really glad that what happened happened because it proves that you can't buy an election two weeks before it. Does that? Yeah. And I don't have to listen to his characters. Stupid ads anymore. No, he bought lots of ad space. You're probably still going to be hearing some of them. Oh, yeah. He's got to get his money. <laughs> he didn't buy any in City Weekly. I'll tell you that much. Bastard. Oh, God. He'll just switch it. <laughs> He'll just switch out. it that to like. good money for you guys. Oh, I would have taken it. He'll switch it to Colt 45 ads. <laughs> you're, you're probably the only thing he didn't advertise. I don't know if he advertised in written publication. I know he advertised the shit out of TV and internet and, and radio. radio. Oh, yeah. I am yeah. so tired of hearing how good Mike Bloomberg's going to be for this country. Because he is a dirtbag. <laughs> He's basically Trump as a Democrat. It's it's like picture like a mafia person in politics, and there's Bloomberg. No kidding. So he's probably done something bad enough. Trump would pardon him. 
<laughs> a little bit of par for the course for those guys. <laughs> um, but that was my, that's my hope. I think we're going to see really maybe, uh, maybe a couple more, uh, states and I think you'll see one or the other give up. I would hope. I hope they don't try to broker the convention. So we'll, we'll see. see. Bro- yeah. Bernie tried to do it last time, uh, and the DNC kind of effed him over. So, um, did you pass him a note earlier telling him that we're recording this early and it was going to air next week? Like, our listeners probably don't figure that out at some point. I mean, they do because we slip. It's usually but, me that slips. But he was probably, like, looking at us like, why are you acting like it's not the Wednesday that we're... <laughs> <laughs> well, probably what will happen is Jess will really fuck up events because that's the that's the space nope. that usually... She's got it all up. written out. Right now. I understand. You'll mess up events. <laughs> no, I not that you'll mess up events. That's usually when you get the date confusion. You're like, well, yeah. next weekend. I mean, the weekend after next. I mean, tomorrow. Date. <laughs> <laughs> I won't tell anyone where you live. Don't so, worry. Did you guys do anything fun and exciting in the last day since the recording? <laughs> You're taking the magic out of it. Yeah. <laughs> How freaking hot! Like, okay, we were talking about the weather last week. Uh, and, and we were talking about your bees specifically because it snowed on yeah, the weekend. Snowstorm on Sunday. And then Wednesday, it's like 70 degrees. Yep. It's not 70. My car said 70. Yeah, your oh, car is a liar. Your yeah. car is off by a deg- several degrees. Always. What, what was today's high? 60. Because I think we're past it. I, I think that we're p- probably past it, but your car is I, not right. Re- your degrees are never right. Working downtown, do you guys get out and like actually walk around or are you trapped in your offices all day no i mean I, I think all of our all of our employees enjoy getting out of the building um and that's i mean downtown's so walkable i mean you, nobody likes to be just in the same space all the time but and you have no. lots of good restaurants around you oh yeah at our old building we had a, a rooftop patio so we could go and play like frisbee upstairs if we wanted to but can't do that on second south right now but was there was there ever <laughs> like a dick that you know, were playing rooftop frisbee and they're like i'm just gonna hook this off the building so you guys go back to work Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just thinking like all all our clerks when the dude's like, yeah, you can come up and play hockey with us after he got done getting mad at him for not opening the store. Yeah, <laughs> it's like knocks the ball all the way off the roof. Yeah, no, we were only three floors up, so it wasn't that bad. Somebody would just climbed down the back, you know, back of the elevator. Or whatever, but. <laughs> nice, <laughs> a little scary, but. I threw my dogs, I was playing fetch with my dog uh, yesterday, and I chucked it just right. There's a small gap in our fence between our house and the neighbor, and it went just right and like down the hall and like way into the neighbor's yard. This dog will like it. That was the end of fetch. That dog will probably eat it. She'd eat it if you let her have it. That's true. That's true. Well, uh, what about you, Jess? You do anything exciting in the last day? <laughs> it's not even been no, 24 hours. No. I'm like mentally getting prepared. I have three cakes in one day this week. Oh, so yeah. I've That's never done stuff. that before. So it should be rad. So there will either be pretty good or all really half-ass quality. No, I'll be good. So, I can't deliver half-ass cakes. <laughs> I mean, for the price you pay, I think you should be allowed to deliver half-ass cakes. It's the price like, I pay or no, the, the price, price that I pay. get paid? I mean, you're not really making money on these, let's be honest. Based on your time. My and, time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all good. It's for the love. Oh, hey, did you find a new roommate yet? I saw that you. Uh, no, not roommate. yet. Not yet. This one, this one, give you notice before they left, or they just up and jettison again? Um. So, uh, when he moved in, he was very. Uh, he full disclosed that he had only been out of rehab for a short time. Uh, um. And 
he I have any issues with him. I don't even think he was ever there actually. I think he sees it for an address. Um even though he worked like ten minutes away. Um I think he was just always at his girlfriend's house. And about two weeks ago she sent me a text from his phone saying that he he relapsed and he checked himself in so it didn't get bad. But it could have been it could be thirty days, it could be sixty days. She asked if I would hold the room and I was like no, nope, because then three people would lose the house because it's not extra money in my pocket. It just goes to the mortgage. So, um, yeah, that's, I mean, that's I, I hate to kick somebody when they're down. I feel really, really bad, but you know, I can't put my livelihood at risk. Yeah, so. No, no apartment's going to let you skip on right, rent. Right, for right, three right, months, right. Like... And my aunt works for a property management company, which is awesome because anytime I have issues, I can just talk to her about laws and stuff. And, and, uh, she was like, yeah, just, this is, you know, this is what you need to say and just make sure that you send it like in a text in writing so that you have it on your phone. So seems yeah. reasonable. So I'm still, I'm looking, but Jess, there's, um, just needs a roommate. Yeah. Um, since the Facebook building is being built 15 minutes from my house, there's a lot of construction workers that travel in and out of town. And, um, like a year ago, I had a lady contact me about people that were going to be on her team, which is how I got one of my roommates. Um, anyways, but I, she actually lives with my cousin at his house now as a roommate. And so whenever I, need a roommate i just say hey do you have anybody on your team so would you consider so running she, it out to like four people so she want the one room the 11 by 11 room i've got a couple neighbors that i guarantee are that little. no for sure and it was actually really sad because the email that she sent me back this time she was like would you consider um this gentleman she was she said that he's he's learning english he's from california he's hispanic and I was like, I don't discriminate if you can pay your rent on time and keep the house clean. Like, it doesn't bother me. And I, she said that he just sits in his car at lunch and is trying to learn English. And people are really rude to him because of where he comes from. And I was like, that's not yeah. cool. So go back to last week's uh, lesson of the day. Don't be racist. Right. <laughs> anyway, so that's my my roommate update. I am still looking. Hopefully I find somebody in the next week <laughs> so if you're not a pervert or creepy jess is looking no you can be a pervert and creepy just pay, pay your rent, rent on time <laughs> i don't care don't don't do sex offender stuff in the house but right. you could be a creepy pervert right in fact the room for rent's probably connected to jess's room so you could like drill a hole through the no, wall room is on the other side of the whole <laughs> yeah, hallway it's, it's on the other side of the house i mean i don't know how like they connect in the back if they're no. like behind the laundry room if they can no. like they don't. Her laundry room is between like everything and her, and know. her closet is between everything and Maybe her. Maybe there's space behind. And the bathroom the isn't the bathroom between yes. everything yeah. and you. Yeah, there's like three things between yeah. her and anything. Well, there's you know. a will, there's a way, man. Yeah, yeah. it'll happen. <laughs> cameras are pretty cameras easy to hide. The Up and over. You don't yeah. even have to do that, man. Cameras are like this big; they can hide anywhere. They could put cameras in like your lotion bottle. You wouldn't. So someone notice. gives you a weird teddy bear with a weird looking eye. Don't take it. <laughs> It's not an eye. <laughs> if the no. belly button lights up, that's not a good thing. Fortunately, I, my house has always attracted really quiet people, which is awesome. So, yeah. And crackhead sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> no, that was actually one of the first things that she said was that he didn't use in your house. And I was like, 
it's fine. I just, yeah. I just, I just want, like, <laughs> how do you fucking know he didn't use in my house? Cause he was never there. Yeah, but like he's had Mel sitting on the stairs for like two months. So don't you just like eventually shove it under the door? Like no, no, because is... it shows me when they come in and out of the house. <laughs> That's how Jess judges if her, if her <laughs> tenants are like coming and going. Yep. Is she puts Mel on the stairs and decides if they pick it up or not? No, I'm not picking it up. It's just not I couldn't. Picking it up. I couldn't do it. I'd have I'd have to like have boxes like in the hallway with their names on them. I couldn't just set it on the stairs. It would drive me bonkers to walk yeah. past it all the time. I couldn't handle it. I couldn't You're handle too lazy. it. I would be the worst <laughs> landlord ever because I know how I talk to my kids when they don't pick up their shit. <laughs> oh, me and Ron, man. I have to, I had to make tour charts, remember? Yeah, yeah. Adults, <laughs> I had to make tour charts for adults. For daily grown ass yeah. people. <laughs> grown ass people. <laughs> you, your, sure. speci- your special silverware that you hide from me. I do. I have special silverware. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jeremy has short charts for his children. It has little chickens on, on his it. child. It's awesome. Yes. You get smiley faces. No, it's like little a chicken charts. for the. No, his wife is super. So there's like a vacuum and a chicken. And dishes, and dishes and a little garbage can. The chicken is so you go clean up chicken poop. There's a little lawnmower to go mow the lawn. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? What's Jonathan going to do when, like, it's just Jonathan and he just has all five of those things? Because <laughs> that's not far off. I don't off. know what you guys are going to do when all your kids leave and you're like, damn, where'd our slave labor go? Yeah, let's start cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> no, your house will stay clean. That's yeah. true. The house will stay clean. I promise. All the all the animal chores and the yard chores are going to be like, shit, this is a lot harder by Time myself. to get rid of the chickens. <laughs> I don't know. The only reason I have to clean my house now is because my dog sheds. Like another dog every week. Yeah. And it's they ridiculous. eat the kitty litter. No, no, my dogs don't eat kitty litter. Uh, well, they Phoebe were keeps it thinking about it, but uh, she going you know, after the crunchy rollos. No, I'll be, I'll be honest. There's no crunchy rollos in our kitty box because they get scooped oh, up into the automatic. Uh, but they're and and it's crystals. But she went over, and she like picked up a crystal and started chomping on it yesterday, and she just like walked by Jeremy and I, and she's like. <laughs> That's a bad idea. I can't get the taste out of my mouth. <laughs> Jim it was Pat's quite feet. comical. I have a, uh, I have a chocolate lab. Yeah, got her from the Humane Society a couple yeah. years ago. Does she eat cat poop? I hope not. <laughs> yeah. like, I, don't, I don't know. I don't have cats in my yeah. house. We but... got ours from Cause, and she is about ten months old. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. No, we've only had rescue dogs at our house. Yep. They're a little difficult at first, but you know they turn into some of the best dogs. Adopt, don't yeah. buy. Yeah. yeah, our friends are buying. It makes me mad. Our wieners. Yeah. We rescued our wieners. Rescue wieners. <laughs> Rescue children. That's a sentence you gotta say within context, man. <laughs> when we when we babysit the wieners, Chris just loves yelling out the door. Okay, wieners. wieners, come in. Yeah. Come on, wieners. That's awesome. <laughs> That's the best thing about wiener dogs. That's the only good thing about yeah. wiener dogs, honestly. Hockey's <laughs> pretty cute. Evo though, he he struggles. Just old yeah. and small and fat. Really fat. It's no. really, really. Dog really weighs like thirty pounds, and he's like half inch off the ground. Yeah, we were watching the best. The kids were watching Toy Story three over the weekend. This last <laughs> weekend, and I don't know if you've seen the it, but Slinky Dog. Slinky dog. No, not Slinky Dog, but it's it's the one where Andy's about ready to go to college. So their dog that they had in the first two movies that's a puppy is like this old ass dog now. And my kids are like it's Ebo. That's our older <laughs> dog. Looks just like him. Why do kids do that? Because our our girls even still today that we watch a show and they're like, oh, that's totally Chris. Well, that's mom. I do that in shows, in in animated shows. Identify them with people. Uh, Jess, do we have any events? 
Yes. I'm just going to hard Hold segue. Hold on, let me there. open my... She was not She'll... prepared for that hard segue. No, I am, but I was just thinking about dates, so... About, like, <laughs> dates for your roommates, or... <laughs> No. Are you gonna, date to are you, gonna, you can't mess up when we're recording this because people already know the secret now. Because you ruined it yeah. the first time in four years. <laughs> <laughs> Chris the You've ruiner. You've been keeping this facade for four Why years, and look what you did today. Okay, so uh, so we've been on a kick of, of classes, uh, community classes, because it's a new year, and you should learn something new. So... Um, We've done Clever Octopus. We've done Craft Lake City. We've done Caputo's. We've done Harmon's um, Park City Culinary Institute. So this week, I found a really cool place down in Orem called Stone Fox Forge. You can learn how to make a boondoggle? Yes. No. I know how to make a boondoggle. Oh, this is forging, no, you guys. This is the sword that you were going to make for your you mom for Christmas. You were so excited when I said boondoggle, and you thought I was talking about this place, and you were like, yes, you can make a boondoggle. kill you. I know how to make no. a boondoggle. This has nothing to do with boondoggles, It's been a you long guys. time since I made a boondoggle. Yeah, it's been a long <laughs> no, time you, since I have you two, You left but all your still. stuff at my yeah. house. Pedro offers you his protection. <laughs> <laughs> What's in That's what you do with boondoggle, right? Yeah. It is, but this isn't about boondoggles. This is about hunter's knives. So Stone Fox Forges in Orem, and they do classes daily, so it's not like just a once a month kind are, of thing. Are these hunter's knives for animals or people? <laughs> Pedro could really offer you his protection with one of those. Yeah, with yes, people for sure. hunting knife for yes. sure. Yes. Uh, so there are three different classes you can do. This is all metalworking because you're forging, right? Um, stamped keychain. That's not a knife. Are you forging metal or... flowers? What? So you're actually like or a heating... hunting knife? There you're we go. Heating up the metal and actually pounding it yes. in a forge, or yes. are you? Do you ever watch Forged in Fire? Yes, that is like the best show in the yes. whole world. She's cracking. What? Every time Brie talks, she crackles in my ears. I don't know if that's my headphones. That's because she's no. It's because she's yelling in the mic. This is not um, my normal microphone. Anyways, so <laughs> I thought it was cool. Classes range from twenty-seven. Unfortunately, the hunting knife is 97, obviously. I would totally do that. Though. There's more work that goes into it. But they have classes all the time. What so. kind of handle do you get with that hunting knife? Oh, I don't know. Human they bone. have pictures of it on their website. <laughs> bone? That's the human hunting knife. The Actually, animal hunting knife is elk bone. But the trick is you have to bring your own bone. So I don't know how you get a knife to kill the animal to take the bone to make the second knife. I just think it's cool that there are still blacksmiths that are... You know, actively teaching people how to block. Just, uh, I actually know so. somebody who was on Forged in Fire. I used and to one. work with him, and I turned on Forged in Fire, and I'm like, "Hey, is that me, dude? Hey!" Just, so she texted him, and he's like, "Yeah, that was me." He Go won. on I-15 yeah, he down won. south. You Those can find awesome. an elk on the side of the road. So you have to be so over creative. twelve. I'm down with there that. is no experience required. Um, That's good. <laughs> is it going to be warm? And it's like, um, nah, you're working with good, fire. It's a fun. good winter activity. Bray might actually get hot. Yeah, no. No, she wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know what the... It looks like it's like a rope that goes around the handle on the... The tied one, so it's got the holes say. in it, and then you do the... the oh, that's the grip, yeah. Yeah. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah. so it's a solid piece of metal, and then there's holes drilled in the I don't want to ever stab an animal with something that's just got some, like, The flowers are cool, it. though. See? The I'm going to stab hunting an animal. Hunting knives are... Ac- you don't actually... Hunt with a hunting knife. Then why is it called a hunting knife? Because it's used when you hunt to do things to the animal with. 
to do things, you know, like know slice this? it open and you're from take Wyoming and Texas. So like to it's hunt. not used to like sneak up on a deer no. and stab no. it in the heart. No, I'm pretty sure that's what a hunter. No, is. like, like a Tommy boy when you put the deer in the back seat yeah. and it comes back to life. Yeah, if you had a hunting knife, that's you what you need the knife that for. That would be relevant. No, yes. no, yes, no. That would be relevant. Yes. You people are so weird. Yeah, I mean look, that is not what it's for. Let me be clear. I don't want to flay Jeremy's skin while he's dead. I want to kill him first with a knife. <laughs> so if I'm gonna hunt Jeremy with a knife, it's the knife is not for after. <laughs> the knife is for after. Need a real good grip. The morning hey, after knife. You guys, just a reminder that St. Patrick's Day is coming up. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's, it's already on the 17th. Over. No, it's not. It's not that far apart. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. So it's remember, not. It's all of the events are on the 14th because, you because know, St. Patrick's on a Tuesday. So? so heaven forbid you celebrate on Guess Tuesday. Guess when Chicago's going to die the river green on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, because they're not Utah. And guess, guess <laughs> <laughs> honestly, that's probably one of the best places in the U.S. to do St. Patrick's Day is, is Chicago. Chicago. There are so many drunk as hell people at ten in the morning. I feel like Boston would be a pretty legit place. Nah, because they die. That, they die the from. river green, man. You want to go to Patty's from? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> Patty's Irish. Do Chicago, that'd be fun. <laughs> Chicago is really cool. Yeah. So I, I gotta say the my favorite part of Chicago. I've been to Chicago a ton. I love the place. My favorite part is um, right downtown where the where the Chicago Tribune building is. Um, and for those of you that have never been there, if you watch um, Batman the Dark Knight stuff when they're in the two levels, that's actually Chicago right in front of the Tribune building, um, like the big gothic architecture stuff that's all chicago's downtown area uh right by the river um but it's two levels and right across from the tribune building is this uh bar called the dead goat saloon (gasps) and it's where all the reporters go after their shift to have a drink and so it's this shitty little dive you guys are next to a pub too is that what you do well, that's all we do. And like, <laughs> that's why we stay downtown. And, and, and like the Dead Goat Saloon, all over the walls are like pictures of these reporters with super famous people through the years, you know, black and white all the way through color. And the bartenders have the best stories. And it's just this shitty little bar. That yeah, but do they dance on chips. the bar? No, it's not that's Coyote, coyote Ugly. You remember the Dead Goat here in Salt Lake? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it's any... Probably not. It's probably not. They probably stole the name from the cool place. That's what <laughs> maybe, usually happens. Maybe. But, oh, the Dead uh, Goat. That just made me think, because we're in, you know... A, a, Can you back to St. Patrick's Day? No, I'm talking about St. Patrick's it's Pat, Day. It's Patty, not Patty. In Chicago? Yeah, man, the drunk people. That's because we don't dye our rivers green here. I even I've been to Vegas during New Year's, and people are not as drunk as they are on St. Patrick's Day. What if they dyed like Deer Creek green? That would be cool. And I feel I think it would. It rushes too fast. The Jordan Jordan River River would. Yeah. (laughs) So that same day, much easier. I went to watch soccer at a soccer pub in Chicago. Yeah. At this like old school English soccer pub. Uh, or Irish soccer pub. And I'm there and I'm talking to the bartender. He's like, I'm fucking done. He's like, I've worked a double and I have to deal with all the amateurs that come in. About seven o'clock, the game's over and I'm getting ready to leave. And people are already rolling in, falling over drunk because it's an Irish pub. The Irish pub that we went to when we were in um, Seattle. It was great. Oh, yeah, that one was really cool. That lady was awesome. Just wait till like two more months and then all of our lakes will be green with the algae. Yeah. Yeah, Utah Lake will be full of toxic <laughs> Jess, are you going to dive in Utah Lake? Did no, you... I've already jumped in. Why would I dive? I don't know. Sorry. Why would I do it in the summertime? St. Patrick's Day. 
Just go back to that. <laughs> it's all good. So Fourth West Fest also on Saturday. Oh, yeah. Mount West Cider has nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day though. It, it's yeah. You can drink over there. <laughs> oh, hey, look, my dentist is calling me. Wow, we, um, we talked about not being racist, and you're like, hey, St. Patrick's Day, you could get drunk at this thing. <laughs> so not racist. racist. Just making a general stereotype <laughs> about Irish people. Uh, okay. That <laughs> most like, important that is... That they like potatoes. Most important are Folk Hogan's upcoming shows. There's a um, lot of them. The 14th at Ice House. There's one at the 13th, but I can't remember where it's at. 17th at Funkin' Dive in Ogden, and the 18th at the Depot with the Young Dubliners. High Sauce was that Good crappy show. band from the 80s. Uh, That's they weren't a, crappy. It's also the shitty beer. Okay, right? also, oh, yeah, shitty beer. Yeah. Okay, also, so oh, I haven't talked about it for a beverage. long time. It's a classic malt beverage <laughs> known as Ice House. <laughs> <laughs> the third? I drink third? Mickey's on hey, St. Patrick's Day. You're not listening sorry. to events. I'm sorry. Why you gotta be rude? <laughs> our guest Did is you're asking Chris that. <laughs> our guest is encouraging me. I know. It's I don't okay. know what you want from me. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Talk about beer all day. No problem. Mm. We can do that. <laughs> um, third Friday is drag bingo, and I'm just bringing it up because each month they choose a charity. Um, they do up at the Presbyterian Church on seventh and ninth. They're doing it at the seventh. Pres- um, that's what they're having it as at the Presbyterian. Church. They do it, yeah. The third, the third Presbyterian's like month. drag queens and um, and, uh, and it's and really bingo. cool. I've been, anyways. Cool. This month they're doing it for a veterans like organization, else, um, and they always raise an awesome lot of money. And so I need to start talking about that more. But on the third Friday, third so Friday 20th. of every month. Yep. So, so it'll be the twentieth. Excellent. I could go play bingo with a bunch of drag queens. It's super fun. Do they do a show too or they're just No, host? I mean kind of ish. No. They just are dressed in drag. They're just drag queens. And they, they come around and do they have a good time. Have you been? Yeah. It's so Do they fun. have sweet crocheted dauber bags like the old ladies do at bingo joints? No. They have snacks. Oh my though. god. And you my can bring your own. would be all about this. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was a short order cook at a bingo joint when I was in high school. <laughs> How come we didn't know about this before? Um, cuz I don't I don't like to brag about You've done so many weird things, like a daycare worker. I took my grandma to bar bingo one time. You know, like breaking bingo, try to win like a thousand bucks. She got there two hours early because that's what she does for a regular bingo, thinking that everybody's going to have their like regular seats and she's not about it. It's a little bit more crass than she's used to, but. I I played bingo in Las Vegas and was like, why the fuck would you play bingo if you're in Las Vegas? Why did you play bingo? It was a huge bingo hall and all I could think was. This is a dumbass way to spend my afternoon. <laughs> I, rad. Because it was it was for Ryan and Jesse's wedding when it was in Vegas. Uh, and we I all decided know, to go play bingo in, in Vegas. And I didn't know you until after they had a kid. That's true. Well, Jalen was around before Ryan. So they did so. bingo for oh, part of true. their wedding or that was just... That you, was just the, like we all went and played bingo while they were there. Well, I mean, they were there too. So huh. we went to Vegas to get married and we all went with them and... Get married and play bingo. There's pictures of me with... We are not playing uh, bingo Like a wedding. headband with penises <laughs> coming off of it. Sweet. Like in front of my eyes. It was... Yeah, pretty... <laughs> did you win that at bingo? <laughs> no, they just got put on me at dinner. So I just kept wearing it. You got some wieners put on you at dinner. It was like a joint bachelor-bachelorette party, and I was wearing dicks the rest of the night. It was great. <laughs> That's not Je- your grandma's You, should, you should see what Jess, how she's looking at me right now. Like I could picture dicks coming out of your eyes right now, Chris. <laughs> it's like the swords on on Who Framed Roger Rabbit when his swords come out of his eyes. Except they're penises. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All veiny and bulgy. Oh, 
Pete's oh, like, Pete's why? like, what the hell kind of podcast? Huh? Is no, wait, where can I go to see that? Know. If Bingo take my ninety-two-year-old grandmother too, that'd be are, great. Are there any? Uh, she, she's like, she would have a heart this? attack. <laughs> We don't want to kill He's like, I'm trying grandma. to get rid of her. It's fine. <laughs> no. If my grandma was still alive, our grandmas would be about the same age. I think mine's would have been 93 this year. Yeah. Yeah. A couple years ago, she passed away. Most time. So my grandma was Spanish. So they the don't Greek play bingo? Blood. Yeah. No, they love bingo. They like crochet and shit. I don't the know. Catholics love There's their a bingo. Lot. Oh yeah, Catholics love bingo. But my grandma was like into the like the crocheting, not the bingo. Grandma oh. was into Mother Mary in a uh, Virgin Mary in a bathtub. Yeah, she had my and now that's in my mom's backyard. Yeah, you know. <laughs> no, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Stere- stereotypical yeah. Virgin Mary in a bathtub, and now it's in my mom's yard. backyard. Yeah, that's now. Is that coming to your bath your backyard when uh, your mom? No, hell no. No. That thing's staying there. I'm not moving it. <laughs> oh, it's going in our fucking front garden, the lily garden. That's where it's going. Sweet. All right. With the gnomes. With the gnomes. I'm going to actually put the gnomes facing it. Around like, it. Like the zombie crazy. Gnomes. Have, so, so they're not regular gnomes. We have four garden gnomes, but they're zombies. They're from Halloween time. Yes. And we just leave them up year round. Yeah. And the headstone. The yeah. The, the headstone head, is the gone, I think. Gone. Like a nativity scene was nobody's yesterday? seen before. Was no, it? Was, no, the headstone wasn't there. Now it was, you have to do it. No, it I was there. I'll check. I'll send you, you a you double check. Yeah. Unless the wind or one of your neighbor kids took it, it was there last I time. Could be. Uh, Those kids have been I actually bad. don't pay attention to that bed unless the flowers are blooming. Right now, everything's dead, so I don't care. Uh, <laughs> so you're done with events, though, yeah? You have a open binder that looks like you've um, collected no, pages I don't. for years. But speaking of my dentist calling, did I tell you guys that their basement what? caught on fire? Speaking of your dentist yeah, calling. Yeah, she said her dentist was calling. Did you not pay attention to oh, yeah. oh, they were oh, call They were calling, but the since they've both been on our show. Basement? Yeah, the, the one basement in, caught on fire. His house the one in Lehigh. Their location in Lehigh, their main location. Oh, wow. Oh, so not so. the dentist's basement, but the actual no, office? No, the actual office. Yeah, it was I, on like a Sunday night, but fortunately they caught it, but... Anyways. Speaking no. of, uh, they're now my dentist as well. Out in South Jordan. Nice. Stonehaven Dental. Oh, Stonehaven, Stonehaven yep. Dental. Uh, anyway. I still go to my same random. dentist. And last time I went in, he was the one that cleaned my teeth and everything. I, you know, I would go to my old dentist, Dr. World in Pioneer Valley Dental, best dental office in the state. Uh, but they don't take my insurance, so. Bastards. I'm not about to pay them cash when I have insurance. <laughs> <laughs> This has been Dentist Talk, brought yeah. to you by the New Utah Podcast. And City it never Weekly. takes me longer than 20 minutes at the dentist. Who else can say that? City Weekly is... You, the, you've uh, probably never had any problems with your teeth because your dentist is so old he can't even see. So when he dies and you go to a real <laughs> Dude, dentist... my dentist is, is like maybe only 10 years older than us. Am I the only one, though, that thinks that dentists are a lot like mecha- like bad mechanics that just make shit up so they can do extra stuff? I totally believe that. My dentist never I'm does that. that. 100%. So that. I've, I've told this story. So I've got eight brothers and sisters, so large family. <clears throat> when we were kids, we went to this new dentist... All of us, all eight of us magically had like four or five teeth we had to have pulled and 10 cavities, every one of us. As an adult, we all look back at that at our parents and like, what the hell? Why did you not say, uh, maybe we're going to go get a second opinion? Oh, no, they didn't. They're like, okay. Pull the teeth. Yeah, just take all our kids' teeth. Plug them up. (laughs) And you're right. I have never had any problem with my teeth, but my dentist always goes, yep, they're fine. Same as always. See you next time. Bye. He never ever does anything. Uh, what kind of dentist are you going to? Well, my thing is, my thing is like, okay, wisdom teeth, right? Oh, my that's kids, a thing. My kids have been told they needed their wisdom teeth pulled since they were like ten. How the fuck do they know they need their wisdom teeth out at ten? I still have all three of the three that are in my mouth. There's I don't one think that's I have any there, of mine. But, I have mine still, and they're I like, all mine. 
and they finally given up on telling me I should pull them. I'm yeah. like, they don't bother me. I'm fucking 37 well, years old. Well, they kind of bother okay. the girls, but they yeah. totally had my daughter in St. George terrified that she was going to like lose feeling in her tongue and stuff. And she had it scheduled. I'm like, if she you're going to be like... in St. George where nobody can take care of you after you've had your wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah. Like, oh, I can do it, mom. I'm like, and go to school. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I'll be fine. They like, said, no, if you still need it when days. you move back up to Salt Lake. We'll talk about it with the regular dentist. Like, I believe it. Like, if your wisdom teeth get impacted, it is very painful. Right. But, like, I, I just feel like at 10 years old, do they really know that they need to pull the wisdom teeth? Because they start that they start that sales pitch early and they keep hawking it. I don't even know if I have wisdom teeth. So I don't know if all my teeth were out by the time I was 10 years old. Yeah, exactly. But <laughs> the they started teeth. talking to them about it. They're like, hey, uh, you probably need to get your wisdom teeth pulled because they're going to be a problem later in life. Like... How you fucking know? That's Cause, the best. Because he's got a boat analogy. payment. That's why he knows. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I I think it's time to talk. Uh, I mean, Pete's been talking with us kind of and laughing with us, but um, we are we are here at, at City Weekly in the Access Building. I probably shouldn't tell people where your office is at in case you have haters. <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure the plenty. haters know where they are. <laughs> I doubt the haters are listening to our show anyway. And they probably found us before anybody else. Well, that's anyway. true. That's true. All the people that hate gays, they're definitely coming after. <laughs> I was you. just gonna say, who would be like if you had to define that? Who would who would be a hater? Oh man, we used to get some some weird letters to the editor. I mean, until we moved, my dad had a, had a note that we framed outside of his office, like, John, go back to Greece. Like, wow. <laughs> so the racism comes he was, out. He was born in Bingham Canyon, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I love to go to it's Greece. Like when, yeah. It's like when you tell the, the Native Americans, go back to where you came yeah. from. Yeah. This no, is our like, country. <laughs> yeah. My dad's more Utah than most Utahns. Like, let's be real. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm actually now I'm really curious. So like your haters that that you guys have send you interesting editorials and stuff. Clearly, they must read your your paper, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, it's, so it's, I avoid things I hate. People that like seek out things they hate just so that they can bother the people that produce the thing. Right. I don't get that mentality because I don't like Trump. And so I don't listen to him. Somebody blamed us for Trump being elected. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that kind of power. We're, we're that, we're that powerful, man. Sweet. Yeah. You that as a compliment. You're like, dude, if I could do that, that is not what I would have used my power for. Can yeah. you, can you tell when people write an op-ed or a, a letter to the editor or, um, just write you guys hate mail? Can you tell which ones actually probably read your stuff and which ones just go, oh, City Weekly is that liberal shitbag publication. I'm going to write an astigram to them. Well, as far as like pure letters, letters to the editor, like something in that we get in the mail or something to editor at cityweekly.net. Enrique is probably better to answer that one <laughs> if he was over here. But I mean, you can see it on, you know, some of our Facebook posts. I think the, the world that we live in, people are headline readers. Mm, I so love it's like, comments. and it's so easy to see stuff like, you know, stuff can spread so fast, you know, and people are headline readers. That's the reality of it. And that's what sucks. Those are the folks that, don't read the the body of the text and they're the same across the board you so, know so we taught we talked to enrique like a year ago something like that i don't know not, hasn't been that long even that long ago maybe six months ago yeah it was after the uh, it, was just, it was prior to today 
It was just before <laughs> your new logo, the string tied logo. Yeah, because he had oh, picked yeah. it up and brought it he and brought showed it, it, it to us. Awesome. Yeah, the yeah. city guide from last year. That we were trying yeah. to threaten yeah, that we'd just take it, but he that was, that was great. Um, but I, I was kind of curious, uh, and we kind of asked him this uh, then, um, and he said essentially the same thing you just said, which is ask the other guy. Um, <laughs> but I'm curious because you you are one of the owners of of City Weekly. What what drove you guys to to start City Weekly, to buy into it, to, to own it, to run it? Mm-hmm. Well, um, just founded by my dad, uh, so we didn't buy into it. It was just yeah, yeah. It was uh, he was a bartender actually, where Barnum Sue is on Highland Drive, at a place called Widow McCoy's at the time. Oh, okay. So El Chihuahua was still there at that point. I'm sure. <laughs> Guaranteed serving up those ducky Death Stars, man. <laughs> I've I think never we have seen, talked about those. It's crazy. Yeah. Like people walk into a bar named Sue Shit House, and you're like, "Where the fuck did they come from?" Next door at the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I think Brigham Young started the El Chihuahua. It's been there that long. Yeah. Oh yeah. The dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> so he started it as a result of you know Utah's arcane liquor laws. Couldn't advertise at the time. Most bars were you know either walled up, no windows, no neon signs, very little. Um, drivers into the place. So, I mean, you're a bartender, you're living on tips, you need people there. But because of Utah's wacky liquor laws, all these bars had created their own little databases before private clubs, before Facebook called it a database, you know, and data collection. And they had the, yeah, you're right, the private club. So everybody that wanted to go to, you know, Porta Call, Widow McCoy's, all those old bars, the Dead Goat Saloon, which we mentioned, you know, you had to be a, a private member to get in. And so you're, the bar owners were collecting names and addresses. So yep. my dad just started a newsletter, private newsletter to each of those, each of those clubs. And that's how like our entertainment section was born. And so once the liquor laws reversed or, you know, became a little bit more progressive. <laughs> Let's be clear. Yeah. They didn't reverse. Every time, they didn't reverse. <laughs> Every time we that. get something good, we get something bad to go right along. He mentions with that it. in an article that he just recently wrote. Just, you know, we take one step forward and 10 steps back. Mm. So he's still writing for the magazine too. I make him every once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> so what year roughly was that that he started? Eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. It's not roughly. It's exact. It was in eighty four. Eighty four. I don't know the date. <laughs> I don't know the date. We think it's around May eighty four. We're not sure. Floating that's, holidays. That's that's great. Uh, that he still he still writes for the publication because you force it on him. <laughs> so let's back up with you just a little bit. Obviously, you were born in Utah. Born and raised. Yep. Tell us not about. Nice. Tell us about your childhood growing up. Where'd you go to high school? Did, Did you, you go have to college? Eat? What got yeah. you to where you are? Did you yeah. eat a lot of kebabs and lemon rice? Well? <laughs> <laughs> That's a rite of passage. We all have to do that. Yeah. There's nothing forsaken. wrong with either of those things. No, I would take no, them both no. right now. I'm we, starving. I don't know. He's like, we all have to do that. So yeah. <laughs> maybe, <Yeah>. no. <laughs> It's a requirement. Did you have to work boy. in like a Jim's diner and Astro Burger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of my only friends that actually never worked in the restaurant. We actually insure. Most of, yeah. We insure Astro Burger. Well, those guys are all Greek. All the, I'm the black sheep, man. Yeah. I've never done it. Yeah. All, all the Jim's guys yeah. are all one family, and then a lot of them own some of the Astro Burgers. Yeah, and yeah. No, those, Burger. are all, yeah. those are all friends of mine. You know, yeah. grew up with all They're those all guys. They're all good people, oh, yeah. man. They're great people. They're I'll tell you off air. That's something yeah. offline now. <laughs> we can talk <laughs> offline. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just turn off the microphone. We'll see who, what Greeks you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you grow up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so born, where are we born? Born in Salt, Salt Lake, St. Mark's. Lake. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's where I used to work. That's, oh, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so born there, um, uh, raised in Sandy, you know, West Jordan. Salt Lake and then grew up childhood in, in Murray. So I ended up at Murray High, 
And then after I graduated, went to the U for four years. And so I'm a, a, a Spartan and a Ute. What is, what's your degree in? Business management. Yeah. It's a good degree. So I want a useful degree. <laughs> yeah. My pops has a double major. Well, I, it would be a double major now, but mass comm in, in journalism. But, um, yeah, I didn't do that. I, I went to the business school. <laughs> Somebody's got to run things. Yeah. Well, I don't know why. I think it, it actually took me less time to get out of there than him, but he had a bunch of different, different, different things going on. But <laughs> so, and, and was it just always like, okay, now I'm just going to work here at, at City Weekly or did you aspire to do other things? And then, no, I mean, I, I, I graduated high school and I got a real estate license at 18 and I thought that was pretty cool. That was when, that was 12 years ago and, I think I would have stayed if the if the housing prices were the, the same. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was, that was pretty, exactly when it happened. That was a they, pretty sweet time to get to, into to get real started, estate. Yeah, right. And exactly. <laughs> that's about the time Jeremy decided to open his own architectural yeah. firm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Just before that. Yeah. So it was a little difficult <laughs> during 2008, you yeah. know. But uh, no, I enjoyed it. It was fun. And then uh, when I started. I went through college and my goal was to just, you know, have a transaction a year and then that was it. But I was still working, you know, going to school full time, working here part time through school and then doing real estate part time. And then after I graduated, you know, just because real estate is so in yeah. flux, I just came here, just came, I came here full time and real estate's one back. of those businesses. Like if you're going to be successful, you, you got to jump in, you, yeah. you got to jump in, you yeah. got to be aggressive and you have to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Don't expect to make good money. The first five years you do it Oh yeah, because you're not going to, you probably right. have to have a second job. Yep. Yep. But you build a client base over time and you repeat customers or repeat customers like every 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, you got to wait it out if you want to get into that, yeah. into that model. But yeah, after after I started working here full time, it's just one of those. You're exactly right. Can't can't do justice doing part time. So I kept going full time with with the family biz and yeah. So how do you guys? How do you keep City Weekly not only surviving but thriving in an era where I mean it's 2020. Print publications are dying by the just hand over fist. They're all going yeah. out of business. Um, and yet you guys, not only do you maintain a pretty freaking awesome website, but you have a print publication that still comes out every week. So flies out the shelves. It's absolutely yeah. free. And I can't ever get a hold of one because I don't go to a lot of coffee shops. And by the time I get around to it, they're gone. Yeah. Well, thriving is a strong word. <laughs> uh, it's a, it's a different economy than we, when, you know, frankly, 10, 15 years yeah. ago. But I think the best analogy would be like we're, we're participating in the gig economy now too. 10, 15 years ago, we only had the city weekly. That was the only product that we sold purely on advertising. So thank you to our advertisers that continue to support us. Same as the podcast here too. So it's, um, you got to look for those other revenue models. So for us, it's, you know, we started a magazine division. We run Devour Utah. It's a monthly magazine. Mm -hmm. Our events division just can, continues to grow and grow every year. We run the Utah Beer Festival. We have the Utah Can Cannabis event coming up in April. Um, so a lot of those things that supplement, you know, an old classified section that was pretty substantial for our bottom line every year, gone completely to KSL, Craigslist. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Cause I do, I do remember in like the late nineties, two thousands, like that was a damn half the publication sometimes oh, yeah. of, yep. of classified back page stuff. And now there's actually a thing called back page. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I didn't even think about that because the rise of like KSL classifieds just destroyed right anybody's ability to sell that kind of stuff. And not to get too much into details, but it's like the classifieds. There was no editorial cost to offset. There's it's just pure ad ad pages. Yeah. And the way we that way that all newspapers, dailies, weeklies, we all marked everything up. Those little ad twenty dollar ads were actually the most lucrative for us when you add them up all on a, on a single page. Yeah, you know, because so. you're selling, I mean, like obituaries and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you guys can start putting obituaries yeah. in City Week. <laughs> <laughs> like, only cool ones. Like rat obituaries. My mom so. wants us to do dog obituaries. She doesn't want to do the people. <gasps> that would be that so would be cool. cool. Pet cemetery. I bet yeah. you people This could be the first. That. <laughs> that would be so rad. That would be cool because people are paying to have their dogs mummified. Yeah, oh my God. We can yeah. hook you up with the summon folks because if someone's mummifying their pet. Then they have enough money to put a, an obituary that, but they they'll want to put an obituary for their pet in the paper. Oh my god, dude, that's, that's no joke. Have you? I'm not have, kidding. Have you met the summon? People? No. You know no, what? They're heard so of. The cool. We have a pyramid in Salt Lake. A, what? A geometrically yeah. correct. Over pyramid. by Welfare Square. How have I never? I've been here. <laughs> it's just off of um, Seven South and about Eighth West. And they do it's right mummification. Yeah. yeah, you can get mummified. The only place no in joke. America. No joke. And they're they're. Leader, yeah, yeah, who passed away a few years ago? He's mummified and he's in the t- in the yeah. pyramid. He's, he's all gold leafed and yeah. everything. They, they yeah. built a giant mausoleum underneath that they're going to move him to. That's mm-hmm. awesome. And they have a whole it's, bunch of they have a whole bunch of mummified we, pets, and they're mostly cats. <laughs> when did we interview them around November? A couple yeah. months ago. Yeah. So yeah, go, oh, go back and listen. to the I'll interview. check it out. They're really cool people. They, it it's was really it was amazing, and their philosophy was. It was actually really, really cool. How do we help them getting these obituaries going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would definitely go to Beans and Brews on Wednesday by my office because and think, just to get just the, to get the, the obituaries. The obituaries. Yeah, I think they usually think about how passionate light. people are about their pets. They're not passionate about the people in their lives, like. <laughs> They would write rad pet obituaries. Oh, hell yeah. You should do it. Yeah, when my mom passes away, there's just me and my girls. It's going to be super short. But boy, (laughs) when my dog passed away, I probably could have written a whole book on her. What are you out if you try it for a couple minutes? (laughs) Exactly. Where's Enrique? Get him in here. Wait, you're the boss. You can make these decisions. Don't get Enrique in here. You just tell him to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Just tell people that Enrique will write the obituaries for them. Oh, yeah. Enrique's listening to this just horrified. Let's talk about this. So we know how amazing your writers are because we highlight them every year with the best of and their write-ups are incredible think about what they could do for pet obituaries oh yeah yeah like if you so seriously so if you charge whatever like 50 bucks (laughs) 75 bucks to have it written by one of your people (laughs) and then and then for for the the space so so 100 bucks and it'll be written by one of your people. And look, these, look, these We're going to start this up together. No, no, these yes. people, these people will put pictures, full color pictures as well. So you yes, can get the, that's an the extra. They might picture. even put a picture of the mummified pet, which would be cool. Oh my oh, God. Be great. The mummified. I, the, I'm like blown away right now. They, so when you I should get know everything about like, Salt Lake, but I didn't know we had a mummification. Yes. Thing and here. when you get mummified, they sit and they read your manifesto to you to help you cross to the other side. So you and write a thing out that reminds you how to get there so you don't get lost on the way. And they sit with you and they read it to you. You? They read your They've been here since the 70s. What? Yeah. 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 Oh She's pulling it up right there. Is a temple. <laughs> Serious. It's, it's cool. They have like... It's, it's life has just changed. It's like a lift gate thing and you walk into it and you take your shoes off and it's oh all carpeted. Oh my God. And, and they're and really they brew, cool. That's they, a human? 
Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. They were actually Utah's first <laughs> licensed winery. Yeah. They so make their, their, license, own... their liquor license is one. They, they are number one in all of Utah. And they oh, only boy. create enough liquor to keep their license. For their and they, ceremonies. When, they, when they're in there and they're doing their chants and their prayers and stuff, they believe that it's that the prayers and stuff go into the Pete's wine mind and help is them right now if you could pray. See it. Yeah. So they Absolutely don't sell it or blown right now. Aren't you glad you had us on? Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. We love those guys. They have a really great like koi pond on site and they have they have peacocks. And in the winter they keep them inside and then in the summer they let them like go around the what? property. Yeah. Uh, the, so they have like a bunch of peacock feathers on their property. They're super interesting people. Yeah. They're really awesome to talk oh, to. And yeah. like the person who's running it now, the president I think she is, she's a professor up at the U. <laughs> yeah. This is awesome. You gotta send one of your, <laughs> send one of your people over there to look at that. Did you tell Enrique this when he was on? No, I no, we found out spring, after. So yeah, this oh. happened in the fall. Yeah. We've known, but about... they're super particular because they don't want you to make fun of them. And yeah, and we had you to, sit it was down the and... first place we had to sign a media agreement. Really? But when yeah. you sit down and and you're talking to them, it's not as crazy as if you just summarize it like. People from space came down and talked to him and told him that he needed to like restart his life. That sounds kind of crazy, you know but what? when you okay, listen to it, it's it actually makes let, a whole lot of sense. But let's be clear: some dude found some golden plates, stared right. into a bag, and wrote <laughs> no, a whole I mean, book of like how it's Jesus no crazier than any other religion. But or, when you yeah, that's legit. But the <laughs> thing is, is people boil it down and then they make fun of them and they they put them in yeah. a bad light and. They don't want to be involved in that. So pet obituaries. Yeah. So this is about, about so this is about pet obituaries at <laughs> City Weekly. So so but I, I actually you said you were talking about beer festival. How when you guys first did that? I remember when the first year. Did you have any idea what it was going to actually turn into? Absolutely not. The first year was a shit show. <laughs> uh, you, I mean, as like, all events are the yeah. first time. Well, I think what was crazy is the turnout was unreal. Yeah. So I mean that. Like most Utahns, people are procrastinating when they buy things, right? So the day before a Saturday event, we had 250 tickets sold and we had planned on like 3,000 because we had just gone up to like the Idaho Falls Beer Fest. I'm like, oh, this is easy. You just pour beer and people you know, have a good fill time out a park. And so we were at city and we were at the city and county building and sitting on, you know, 250 tickets with, you know, thousands of dollars worth of beer and we're like, well, we're going to get hosed. Like this was stupid. And we had 3,000 people show up and it was just a nightmare. We had, you know, like, there was we 10. We're not prepared for 3,000. No, absolutely not. <laughs> we didn't have enough cups. We didn't have enough. We only had like one big beer tent because, you know, but we didn't need it for 250. What's mind boggling is the next year, cause sometimes when stuff like that happens, people are like, no, nah, I don't want to show up. Yeah, that was crap. Gonna be, yeah. yeah, the next garbage. year they're like, yeah, that was crap. I'm no, not going But the oh, next yeah. year was bigger. Oh yeah, and and you guys because you, you said were beer. Yeah, we've never gone down in attendance at all, and you know we've done ten events now. How and... incredible that the Utah beer scene has grown with that! That every mm-hmm. year you've had something new to offer. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah. There's you know the the first year we had ten ten local breweries. Last year, aside from the local breweries, we have some national mm-hmm. players that come in. But last year there were 30 local breweries, you know. 30 Utah breweries. Yeah, 30 different Utah breweries. That's Like it's representing, you know, each of them carry four brands at the fest, so 120 styles of beer. I need to know why you and Jeremy and like – Why didn't um, we go? So I have this thing with lots of people in a small place. Yeah, but there's beer, so that usually overcomes your – We're at the fair park now, so it's a a wide space. 
Yeah. I, I could handle that. But like Ryan would go with you and Josh. And I did almost go to the first one, but then it was like, now nah, I'm a broke kid. Yeah. Your VIP tickets sell out pretty fast. VIP sells out. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Man. Maybe I'll awesome. go this year. Maybe I'll go this year. I know somebody that gets you tickets. When's the next one? When's the <laughs> you know a guy that knows a guy. When is it? He said it was an April. Third week of uh, the Utah Can events in April, but our, oh. our beer fest is August. August yeah, 15th and 16th. Summer, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll just, I'll just make it happen. Was it the Bohemian we were interviewing last, this last year, just before it, and they were talking about it, I think? Like, yeah. like a couple of weeks before, wasn't it? We were at the Bohemian. Yeah. Oh, dude, you could go Getting and then Montreal shit-housed. Impact are playing at Rio Tinto that Saturday and you oh, could go man. totally drunk and maybe fall down the... <laughs> That's like, when we were at the Bohemian, they were getting a shithouse drunk on stuff straight out of the that lager tanks. That was so cool. Like, oh, yeah. They just pulled it out of the lager tanks. Well, and then yeah. and then you'd finish your drink, set it down, and then magically another yeah, one. There's just like beer. another full beer I like from that. me. That's like, like coffee at the other place. Chris had to like... I don't know how much I drink. We had to leave Chris's <laughs> car there because he was like i or no we talked about it and then we ended up talking to them long enough we talked to him for like two hours after after i think yeah you guys left and then we ended up talking to him forever but you just mentioned the other place which is a greek owned business in salt lake city uh there were rumors just floating around that they were closing and i thought it was uh, right it is fake news total fake news (laughs) um but i thought it was awesome that they hopped online and they were like uh, we don't know where this started, but this yeah. is this is bull crap. <laughs> yeah, that's that. That's the diner downtown, right? Oh yeah, oh, I love that place. Yeah, right yeah. next to Dick and Dixie's. Yeah. Right, that's yeah. right down the road from you, like a block from you guys. You I guys don't know. I go, never go out and eat. You guys should go there for lunch the next Dude, time. Dude, when do I to, eat lunch? No, no, no. The next time you have to take a client for lunch, it's uh like okay. Every time I offer up different places, everybody goes. Let's just go to Ruby River. Yeah, it's like it's like it's third south and like between fourth and fifth east. Yeah. So let's it's talk about moving your buildings because you guys used to be on Main Street where there was yeah. so many restaurants and now you're on the other side of now town. you can go to Olive Garden. <laughs> Olive Garden's closed now, thank God. Oh, it is. Yeah, it it? yeah, it's oh, done. Yeah, that place was always busy. It's a blight, blight no, on it downtown. Really wasn't da- I don't think that that one was actually that, that busy. Close. Yeah. Uh, probably last year sometime. What are, what yeah. See how much we, we frequent yeah. it. We are, didn't even notice. What are they going to put in its place? I have no idea. It's Maybe they'll put a real right Italian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> the Cecilia Mia guys are coming in there. You're just going everywhere I am, now. Oh, they're I am, so good. Yeah. I am glad that the Holiday Inn <laughs> took over the, the Shiloh. Oh, yeah. And they did a really good job remodeling it. And that restaurant that was that really sketchy sushi place forever <laughs> down on the main yeah. floor now it's like this nice like burger hamburger yeah, place fat jacks we've yeah. stayed in that he's before, before the <laughs> before the you just said that before the restaurant was open we stayed we stayed there and the rooms are really nice yeah, yeah. fat jacks mm, yeah fat jacks i know fat jacks really <laughs> i got yeah, i got your downtown dining on lock man i could tell you wherever to go <laughs> see i work down Look here at, but i never ever go what, to lunch what's your yeah. favorite food stand or truck downtown <sighs> um, don't say cup bop <laughs> <laughs> don't do it no no so food trucks i mean i we, we like like jess said we were on main street across from the Gallivan Center, so food truck food Thursdays. Truck early, yeah. Um, I really always, I've always liked the queue for you guys. He used to have a restaurant out in West Valley, mm-hmm. so he was awesome. So that's going to be, that's going to be hard to Q beat. For but, you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, he did a good job. That was always, that's my longtime favorite. There's a Fratelli Brothers, uh, pizza thing where they drive around with an actual, 
like an oven pizza oven. Them? Yeah, we yeah. insure yeah. them. They have two now. Yeah, and they've rented that. some space. I'm trying to remember the name of the building where you can now go in and like take your pizza and eat. Have yeah. you have you uh, tried the pizza cone place? I've been wanting to try that. Oh yeah, that trip. yeah. Is it good? Yeah. We did a pizza party a few years ago, and they were there. You had pizza yeah. cone there. Yeah. I remember that pizza party. Yeah. One of our employees, Nicole, she loved pizza. So she was like, we got to do a pizza party and pizza cone. Those guys See, I there. can take or yeah. leave pizza. It's not my, it's not my thing. Yeah. So what, uh, what is, um, you've been, I mean, your dad started it. So mm-hmm. what is the favorite thing that you've ever done or City Weekly has ever done? Uh, what's your favorite thing? My favorite thing that we've ever done? Um, an article or an event or well i mean just being a voice for like sanity in utah is like you know broadly i like that i mean um we had just a little bit of politics aside but like we had john huntsman come through our office like a few weeks ago and i hadn't seen him in 10 years and you know everybody's reintroducing themselves and he sat down and thanked my dad for, you know, helping convince him to get rid of the private, private memberships at the bars. That was in 2009. People don't realize that was that. That did. That's s- not that long ago. That did so much to help yeah. the economy in Utah. So you're, you have the, the former governor of Salt Lake, of Utah, and let's be real, he's probably going to win again. But this is me as an adult now versus what I like kind of knew as a kid. And, um, He's telling my dad, like, without that, you know, there's investment dollars that wouldn't have come in because those companies wouldn't have wanted to be in, in Salt Lake because it was, you, you can't go anywhere and get a drink and it's hard to get a drink and the laws were so insane. And that one thing alone, you know, again, this is the former governor saying like that really had the, one of the biggest impacts on downtown Salt Lake. And that was, you know, that, that hit pretty hard. Cause I mean, that's, you know, it is a, like I said, it's a difficult industry now, but when you have somebody of that magnitude saying, Hey, look, without, without what you guys did, and, and you know, I'm, I'm not saying City Weekly gets all the credit because, you know, there are plenty of other people that were involved in that, but, you know, being one of those players and really changing the landscape of, of Salt Lake, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's, um, that's awesome. I have to agree. Yeah. That, that, I mean, that, that thing, like people, if you didn't go to bars prior to that, like it was the, it was the, dumbest ass thing ever because by you know club owners had figured it out every bar was a private club and they figured it out you just have some member that sponsors everyone and there's a small cover to get in uh to cover the membership fee that had to occur so you'd pay like five dollars to go into a bar but what people that that are from outside of utah what's crazy is like you go to a town or city like chicago you can bar crawl you can go mm-hmm. from bar to bar to bar, have a drink, have some food, walk to another bar, have a drink, right. you know, block away or, or just down the road. Uh, you can't do that in Utah at the time because you'd pay $5 to get into the damn bar. So what did that encourage? That encouraged binge drinking at the bar mm-hmm. uh, to get your money's worth because you spent $5 just to walk in the door. Whether or not there was entertainment or it was just a bunch of dudes sitting in right. a bar. Uh, and it discouraged Travel like convention and 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 business people because right. they're like, how the hell do I get a drink? I have to pay five dollars to get a beer. Yeah, like, that's crazy. And then I have to pay for the beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, that's absolutely right. So that that is that's a it was a that was a really difficult change I think to have yeah. happen, but it's it's been a phenomenal. And one of the things that people don't realize too with that law, aside from just the private memberships, you couldn't have two bars on a facing block. Yep. So the strips like Main Street right now between 3rd and 4th South, there's no way even like eight years ago you would have had 
let's see, in order, Cheers, Whiskey Street, White Horse, Bodega, Maxwell's, Keys. Alibi. That's, yeah. yeah, and then Keys down the block a little bit. Like, that's six bars on one strip where there was not, that, that, that didn't happen. exist. Yeah. And they had to be so far apart. Yeah. So now we have like a district, you know, you got Second South, Beer Bar, Bar X, Johnny's. Like um, on row. Yeah. Main Street right there, right there across from, you know, Gracie's right there kind of. Well, and we've talked about like there's, there's a, a, a pub crawl basically that's all the breweries within yeah. like oh, yeah. a one mile distance from yeah. like second south to 21st or something. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the brewery, the brewery mile. I think we wrote yeah, an article a couple years ago about it. We probably yeah. stole we the content. It. So it's all good. <laughs> hey, Thanks for yeah. helping with our show. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, that is that we do steal I, steals no, off. I, we, we give credit <laughs> where credit's due. Like we do it with a lot of the news sites too. And we try to give credit. And I think our brew mile was east to west. Their yours, yours just went north to south. Oh, yeah, so you guys are good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's only because we crisscrossed the street though. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's, 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 a, that's something that a lot of people forget that Utah has become a lot more progressive, especially mm-hmm. in the last 20 years, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to where we were. And I think. Um, Salt Lake has become much more progressive. That's true. <laughs> There's still parts of I don't know how Provo got that, uh, Starbucks last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, I would say Utah in general because. I thought at, you were going to say they allow like LGBTQ people to hug on campus now, but they rescinded that today, no, yeah, by the that's way. Out. Yeah, yeah that's they out. did? Yeah, yep. because, because. Did you have to say last week they did it last week? Yeah. No, because no. Chris already ruined it. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right. <laughs> so, I was trying to follow the rules here. So for those of you that aren't following along, here's what happened. BYU said, you can be openly gay, you can show affection. And they did and like then, a whole thing where they had rainbow signs. And, and, and then they realized, holy shit, half our student population is gay. If the Never mind, never mind. Hide it, hide yeah, it. Basically, I think that's Back in the closet, happened. all of you. Yeah. Like, like wow. light switch. <laughs> yeah. So stuff like that, because you guys are a progressive publication in Salt Lake City, which is fantastic. How do you choose? Because with social media, things are happening so fast. Mm -hmm. How do you choose what is important for you guys to cover? Well, I mean, in Utah, there's, there's topics all day. I mean, that's, that's one that I don't think ever, ever will go away. We, we already had on the, on a cover, like equal rights amendments, you know, we'll do that. We have, we have, LGBT content pretty much every week in our paper. And if you think it's overload, it's, I, I don't believe it is because at, at the same time, it's like, if you go outside of this little bubble in Salt Lake, maybe a bubble now, you know, it really is like a little liberal bubble. Um, but it's not, it's not the same out there. And until that happens, until everybody's okay with people holding fucking hands, like I know, really, like that's how crazy. does it hurt you whose hand somebody else holds? And like they're not trying so, to hold your hand. It's the way I was raised. Look, it seems so like you here's know. here's the problem. If I see two guys holding hands, I'm gonna go suck a dick because it's, just, <laughs> it's clearly influenced. That's though. that's why it's like when yeah. it's like when a two year old sees mommy drink a beer. Uh, that two-year-old becomes an alcoholic immediately. She has yeah. to get put oh, in rehab. Oh, dang, is that what I did wrong with my pouring kid? A beer, yeah. Or if they're pouring a beer at a restaurant, all the kids are alcoholics. Yeah. 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 Unlike the Applebee's. The, I don't remember where yeah, Don't take your kid to Applebee's. That's bad. <laughs> no, yeah. man. So did you? So did the, did the publication start out with the idea that we're going to be super liberal, or did it kind of evolve? I think it, it evolved into that. It started as an entertainment guide. Um and that's, but, that's still a big portion of what you guys do. Oh right? yeah, 100%. Like, dining and, dining music, nightlife. But, you know, as my dad was g- trying to grow it, um, he, 
he started it as a as a result of living in Chicago, seeing the Chicago Reader. So he wanted to kind of emulate that. The first logos were pretty much just talking about. That's why I joke a little bit about plagiarism because that's what our first logo was. It basically Reader. looked like the Chicago Reader. Um, but you know that industry group. There's an industry group that we belong to of independent alt weekly. It's an association of alternative news media. But a requirement to get into there is to have like a, a trifecta of news, arts, and art, culture, arts, entertainment, basically. So. Um, you had to have the news portion to get into that, into that group. You couldn't just cover culture and entertainment. Um, so, I mean, we, we hired our first editor in the early nineties outside of just my dad doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I was a wee lad, but, um, that, you know, ever since then we've had a good editorial voice in this town. You know, can you talk about how Dynamo Enrique is then? Oh yeah. He's okay. He's all right. <laughs> he's he's not going to yeah. write anything about us next year now. <laughs> no, Enrique comes from you know journalism background as well. Uh, we picked him up from he worked he was working at the the Santa Fe Reporter and had done some time at like the the San Diego City Beat. So he knows our he done some time he done some time. That's why I call him. He did. <laughs> no, that's his hometown, so he would have you know, but. Uh, <laughs> little little stint, but uh, no, he he knows he knows how to be an editor of an alt weekly. Um, you got to get to know the lay of the land, and you got to jump in, and you gotta you got to know the players in town. You can't just he couldn't do his job well if he was in his office all day. Um, he has to be out and about, just and, like the rest of us. And you have a paid staff. This isn't this isn't just a free for all, right? We actually had to advertise for a staff member the other day. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So no, I mean, we do have a lot of freelancers, but the people that you see at the office today, this is where this art, you know, it's the paid staffer (laughs) instead of, you know, the contributors, they're, they're part time, but no, everybody that contributes, you know, it's a, it's a paid gig. It's not a, not a hobby, I guess, but it's a, you know, we try to get, it's not, it's not the most lucrative, you know. Nobody's going to retire, I guess. <laughs> if you're freelancing, but yeah. Can I say though, like you talk about, you know, having a good editorial staff in your news section, the the articles that you guys produce. I don't know if there's another publication in Utah that produces that kind of content. When I say that kind of content, I mean like your front page articles will be three, four, five, six pages mm-hmm. of really quality in-depth content uh well researched and that just doesn't exist no. anymore well you, and you have a beautiful covers i'm i haven't seen this week's but a couple of weeks ago you did one for paul rubens who was in town yeah. it was a stunning cover it was yeah. amazing yeah we've got a good good staff you know when derek and enrique work together and they're you know not you know bitching at each other but they do produce good <laughs> good covers Derek's our art director you want (laughs) (laughs) but no they're both very talented at what they do Derek is you know my dad calls him UBD Utah's best designer um he does a great job he does phenomenal pieces of work and he does them by hand mostly you know I'd walk in on him and you know throw stuff at him but he's got his little iPad or whatever Mm -hmm. you know tool and he's just freehanding stuff but no, he he does a good job. Yeah, the, yeah, for people who maybe don't read City Weekly or haven't, so you know, the Salt Lake Tribune, uh, you'll get an article, and their front page stuff might bleed onto a third of another page. Sure. So you're talking a thousand words, maybe sure. fifteen hundred yeah. at best, um, and they have the same opportunity online to to do huge stories. Mm-hmm. 
They choose not to. Um, we won't talk about the Deseret News. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a genius fucking organization to ruin their number one competitor in the state. Yeah. Um, but the, and, and if you go to, uh, you know, radio and, and television media, it's even less. Um, you're reading 300 words. Mm-hmm. Uh, investigative reporting doesn't exist anymore. No. Every once in a while during like. Oh, come on. When you go out and stand out in front of the building at like 10 o'clock at night when nothing is actually happening. Yeah, there was a case in the courthouse today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like I mean really even during even during like March sweeps for the for the news stations, their investigative reports are like a minute and a half of yeah. the news segment. It's garbage. No matter how much work they did. Like we talked to uh what's his name? The cold podcast guy, the cold cast guy. Dave uh, Dave, Dave Cowley, who finally you know, he wanted to do investigative reporting and he just, there was no medium to do that anymore mm-hmm. through KSL. So he convinced them, give me a podcast, sponsor yeah. a podcast and somehow convince the crazies at KSL, like the super conservative, like, no, that's not going to make us money people to let him do a podcast. And he got to do God, well, how many hours of content did he create? But that's, well, t- not, yeah. and it wasn't even all produced no but i mean like it was like hours and hours and hours of content like but that just doesn't exist like podcasts are about the only place to find something like that so it is a breath of fresh air when i can crack open city weekly and read a you know seven page article on uh the the equal rights amendment Mm -hmm. and like what that actually means and and how utah is involved and why it's specific you know why it's such a big deal and well and we call alternative and we call it you know, liberal, but when those articles are researched out, I don't, I don't necessarily see that slant. Do you know sure. what I mean? Like yeah. it's clearly it's more of a liberal yeah. Yeah, it's you not know, an editorial topic piece. maybe, but yeah, they're not, it's not, and we think this and we think that it's here it is like right. here, learn about it, mm-hmm. make your decision. And I, that's how much, that's such a much better way to to learn things and to actually form your own opinions instead yeah. of have somebody tell you how to think. Yeah. I mean, social media basically jacked with everybody's model. You know, Twitter, what did it start out with? 240 characters? That's how people... 120. 120? Yeah. yeah. So that's how people digested news for so long. And that's why I meant, that's why I said earlier about people headline reading. But for us, we never gave up that long form journalism. You know, those stories, it, you know, you could pick up a city weekly when we come out, print and deliver on Wednesdays. You could pick it up over the weekend and that story would still have. Let me, know, let me be content. clear. Go yeah. on a Thursday. You ain't going to find it. On <laughs> you show up on the weekend at the Harmons. There's probably not any left. Oh, we have to redrop. If you talk about the Harmons and Brickyard, we go there like three times. If you, sh- Eric if is you, the man. you got to go out West, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come out yeah. to our Kearns one. It, and convince yeah. the beans on 56th and 62nd to carry your damn publication. <laughs> I don't know why they won't. I know. But I usually love the beans. Stupid Smith. Yeah. It's, it's a new Ugh. one. Yeah. But yeah, like, like Kroger's decision to not carry into the alternative papers in yeah. any of their stores. We, it is, it doesn't impact practice of Smith's here, but that's the case. That was a Kroger decision across Nationally, the country. Yeah. And so that's, I don't know why they make that kind of decision. Yeah. Well, some, if some, you don't want to read it, just don't pick it up. Yeah. Well, they told that we got a, we got a, a letter through our, through our association that basically, uh, free pubs attracted undesirables and all of us, you know, I'm, I was quoted in raw story as like, 
we don't even fucking advertise for you. Like you just, you know, <laughs> thank you for picking up our, you we paid them. Undesirable. You know, we paid them to be in there. Like it was one of the few places that like, because we had so many papers, like it was worth us to drop some cash to be there. And I was like, I, but I don't give you anything for that. Like I don't tell people to come to go to the Smiths on fifth and fifth, you know? But and I was like, that's your, you just, if I was a Smith, you know, customer, I would have read that and just been like, I'm not going there. Like, uh, Right. If I was a crossover between a City Weekly Reader and a Smith's customer, I'd have been like, I'm out. Like, if they think I'm an und- undesirable, like, luckily, that's stupid. I, luckily, I already didn't go to Smith's, so. Yeah. Like, that's just, it's so weird to me to associate that with, with people. Like, how, yeah, is who that really... is really making it like a destination? <laughs> yeah. To... Yeah, I mean, do you have the people come in and they're like, oh, City Weekly. Now I'm going to go steal a bunch of shit. Or, because yeah. <laughs> typically what I see in a store, uh, even like a coffee shop is, oh, I'm going to go order something or buy a fucking thing or groceries. Oh, and yeah. look, City oh, Weekly, sir. Grab a City Weekly on my way out the door. Yeah. Yeah, they're all by the freaking door. It's not like, (laughs) it's not like they're in a stand by the fucking milk case in the back of the store. They're right up front. Like, nobody steals milk, babe. Do you know how hard it is to stick a gallon under your arm? (laughs) I would not say nobody steals milk. I watch TikTok. So taking, (laughs) seen some shit. They're taking the city weekly in their trench coat to the back corner of the. Oh, I know. That's what they were doing to hide the milk. They were wrapping it in city weekly. They're just like, I just have my city weekly. I I mean, what is going on? Are they looking at like the back page ads, like reading about the massage parlors? Getting, the, getting yeah. real nice in that like frozen food section. Yeah, like, what's, like, how, how do they know that? How do they think that's what's bringing people yeah. in? And only in Smiths. Yeah. <laughs> I have to get. I, I really. I have to get very serious here because I'm going to forget this. Oh man, Pete, why? Why is Lakai so important? <laughs> oh, Lord. Enrique, Lakai. Can't, Enrique can't tell me. First off, have you ever eaten there? Personally? I've eaten there. Yeah. So they, See, I told you it's real. At yeah. something other than like a banquet or like a kids field trip. Like ninth grade. Like, like have you just French gone to we took our, there? We took like, our grandmother there for Mother's Day. A couple See, years I ago. told you yeah. it's real. It's like okay. a, I have so so the best stuff, they win everything. <laughs> best wine selection, best restaurant, best atmosphere. Yeah. Best we limit it to like two per year, you know, but they've, they've accrued some. How? How? <laughs> Nobody we have interviewed, aside from you, has even Can, eaten there. But I oh haven't my God. eaten there. That's I awesome. tell you every time you guys yeah. just like blow right but over the top of let it. Let me go back to what Smith said about the alternative, Kroger said about the alternative publications. <laughs> the riffraff that come into our stores because of your damn paper, Apparently can a fucking afford for Lakai. Yeah. And, and that are that dedicated to Lakai that they're like, because the the voting for best of one of the things that's so awesome about it is it's not multiple choice. It's no, all right in for it, everything. Yeah. So they took the time to write categories and write the damn restaurant name. And spell Lakai correctly. I, I know. If, if, you had, if I if I didn't know anything about it, but I don't fucking know. How to spell you know what that. they're doing is they're paying some sweatshop in India. <laughs> <laughs> to write in. That's it's China. And yeah. in, the Indians are too tech savvy. No, dude, you gotta figure it. The Philippines do all that shit. It's the Philippines. <laughs> That's how they're doing it. It's this whole underground yeah. thing. Yeah. But, okay, yeah, I, but I still want to know how the hell do they win every year? <laughs> Well, you know, it could be just people just knowing they like or wanting to go there. I don't know. The undesirable weekly. They're just like Those I dumb... wish I could go to Lakai. Oh, <laughs> it. it must be the best. It's got friend. the best <laughs> wine in all of the state. <laughs> Maybe they're super LGBTQ friendly and I just don't know it. 
Like, <laughs> maybe you I don't know. The like, couple ah, of times that I've been there, restaurant. it's really dark. I don't think you'd be able to tell who was actually in there. Well, yeah. Listen, when I see I two guys there, holding hands, I know they're going to Lakai. If I ever went there, I would have to just replicate the scene from Dumb and Dumber as soon as I walked <laughs> yeah. in the door. Yeah. So, that's probably why I've never been. Well, oh, they do man. have peacocks in the backyard. You yeah, know. well, it'd be fun. I've only been there when my kids were in French class. <laughs> oh, so you had to go there. Yeah. To practice. <laughs> That's the only time. Hot. And then like when you drive by at any other time, it's always closed. Little gates always yeah. closed. Yeah. <laughs> it's a <laughs> front. <laughs> They're laundering money. Would you say, because you do two really big issues a year um, that basically dominate most of your year between the mm-hmm. uh, best of issue and the city guide, mm-hmm. which would you say of those two is the one that you like the most or is the uh, most anticipated for you guys from, from the public? Um, in that respect, I think for the, the local public, it's gotta be the best of Utah. Um, city guide, we kind of cater it towards, you know, tourists or, you know, locals. I want to get reintroduced to reintroduce to Salt Lake. But the best of, I mean, there's nothing that makes me more proud than like walking into Takashi, for instance, and just seeing like all of the awards that we've given him, you know, over the years. Um, so as far as like what the, you know, the public, other business owners get out of it, plus what I, I can see as a customer, like I think that's hard to beat, you know? Yeah, we need to get our award ordered so that we can have two on our wall. Yeah. 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 We talked about that before. Cause, we, cause, we, sure cause I get... totally hung, I'm like, it's right here. <laughs> Yeah. No, that, that makes me happy. You know, it's like, I, I like seeing that kind of stuff when I go around town and, you know, and it is, when I go to Lakai. First off, do you ever <laughs> have like the worst Utah order there award? Absolutely not. Would, would you, Could you didn't imagine? Shannon Burnson? I bet he would have. <laughs> yeah. He had a hat made that said Could worst. Could you imagine Jason Chaffetz at our party? <laughs> he would have gotten right but, but, but here's, here's. We should thing. order it for him this and is, send yeah. it. I too. think you guys should do that. I think you should, for the worst Utahns, like when Chaffetz wins, you should absolutely make a Him and Mike Lee can have a Ship it yeah. to him. Like, I think Damn, that would be worst Utah Hall of Fame. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if you don't ship it to him, like, maybe you just have, like, a wall that's, like, oh, dedicated the wall shame. to him. At our office. At your oh, office. Yeah, it's just awesome. the plaques for the worst Utahns. <laughs> do they tend to always be politicians, do you, Typically, you say? Yeah. 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 The last 10 that I can remember, yeah. It rotated a little bit between Chaffetz and Herbert and now mm-hmm. Mike Lee. And so it's, well, it's Shannon Barnson got it the year that he, that he lobbied for it. And yeah. He he loved it, and he had his hat and yeah. the whole yeah. thing. You could put him in the bathroom. But that was the year, that was the year that Geek Show like lobbied for every individual. Yeah, they were like, okay, what can we do? Himself. Like, what can we? Yeah, <laughs> that's just to the prove, power. Just to yeah. prove how big of a one of these days this have. podcast is going to be that powerful. Yeah, do you uh, since that's your favorite issue, do you find? that you're more excited about what your editors are cutting, coming up with for staff picks or what the public are doing for readers choice. Well, I've, I've helped, you know, bring all the, do the normalization process when we were doing like <laughs> outside of just doing like the digital balloting. We had, we, we still do paper ballots. People send it in from, That's yeah. So, cool. so <laughs> I've had to do that where it's like, okay, you got to type all this shit in. So it's like you get the, because it's right in, you get all those different ideas. Like I totally want to volunteer when you yeah. guys get, have the paper ballots and just sit here and, and like type read. all day I, and just read that. all yeah. of the stuff. Yeah. So I'm actually pretty fast at typing. I so is that like, like what generates a lot of the staff picks is like, Going through those ballots and being like, "Oh, I've never heard of this place," but like, uh, well, generally, Enrique's working on that even prior to. That's my you know, 
your – it is the best of Utah. So you don't want stuff – because we do it in, in the fall. You don't want stuff that's just in August and September. Mm-hmm. Like you want to be able to talk about the things, you know, the breadth of the year. You know, there's so much stuff going on that you could have gone to the coolest event of the year in February and forgotten about it. I by got, So you got to – I got a suggestion yeah. for Enrique for next year and that is the best polygamist family. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to have more if that shit goes legal again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's, that's why, that's gone, why it would be a fantastic fucking yeah. topic. So, for what do you do with best restaurant chilies like that kind of stuff? Do you oh, just out. Throw if they're it out? national chain, they're out. We, that's why I was like, do you, you know, I'm, I'm sure you get a bunch of that. So we you, used to get more, you know. Do but, you get heavy American fork yeah. voting because I'm pretty sure that's where they all come from. <laughs> uh, dude, that five mile stretch has at least over eighty yeah. restaurants. Yeah, and even the yeah. this is what's crazy down in Utah County, American Fork, and really in Orem. Even the local places, they create an atmosphere in terms of signage and insight yeah. that makes it feel like, like a, a national, national chain. chain. Yeah, like, I 100% I, agree with that. does not want me to go into yeah. it, except yeah. for Howie's Pizza. That place is interesting. <laughs> Flavored crust. Yeah, we get rid of all those national, you know, I'm, oh, McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, you can handle their fries every McDonald's. once in a while. But, Do you yeah. get a lot of votes for, like, a McDonald's? Like I said, we used, used to get a to. lot more, but, you know, I, I think our... Our fan base has gotten a little bit more elegant, and that's why we're voting for Lakai now as best romantic place. <laughs> don't, I don't, of, do not act like, like that's a recent thing. They, <laughs> have been over. they have been winning for years. I think Buca de Beppo won when they first moved <laughs> yeah. to Salt Lake won best atmosphere, and oh, I think that's where like, no, no more, no more chains, this, man. This is an awesome Italian <laughs> place, Buca de Beppo. This is so authentic. Although authentic I don't know, Italian. Jeremy thought that Blue Moon was like a super cool, like well, I did when microbrew. Yeah, like, yeah, and and Chris is like, I'm like you know, Coors makes that right. <laughs> Ruined, like, that's old Nick. Ruined it stuff for him for life hot. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's still a good beer, all right. It's just not a local. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was local, but I thought it was like. Like a small, like badge. A small craft, batch, yeah. craft, craft, which right. I, it, it, its is. origin it was originally until they yeah. bought them out. Now it's made in big fucking vats next to Coors Light. <laughs> <laughs> oh crap! Yeah. We accidentally put Coors. It's fine. Nobody will notice. Yeah. <laughs> Coors, hey, look, Coors Light is still an American fucking beer made by an American company, and you still yeah. choose to drink that. Yep, unlike Budweiser. That is yeah. owned not by Americans anymore. So. <laughs> yeah, at least Coors is in Colorado. We need so to do right. like worst stadium food so that we can vote Rio Tinto <laughs> oh, over over. We could yeah. write that in again, but it's the best. Of and then you could yeah. do like like best stadium food, which is probably the the baseball park. Uh, I don't know. I don't they watch have, baseball. But when games. we've gone there, that those couple those of hot times, dogs are rad. Yeah, they yeah. actually have some pretty good selections. See, now my sister would get into the best, you know, movie popcorn. Oh yeah, the, yeah. So go, she's but, always seeking out the best movie popcorn. But the downside of the best movie popcorn Not is the Megaplex. There, well, that's, that's exactly correct. But the mega, but the, the correct mega, answer is the Century Sixteen on Thirty Third. But see, then yep. you're going with the national <laughs> chain, and the Megaplex is local. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. So that would be hard. That would be hard to. I don't eat popcorn. I will. I will. If we if I know we're going to the movies, that's what I have for dinner. Here's, nachos. Yeah. Megaplex would win there. Here's why. Oh my I gosh! Like ever since you taught Sean about the yeah. the nacho thing, the the jalapeno thing, that's her thing now. I, so the, I'm making an impact in the world. <laughs> I do miss like mega like the when Jordan Commons first opened up years oh, yeah. ago, and they had all the restaurants, the restaurants in there. The and Mayan. Now, yeah. yeah, the Mayan. <laughs> they totally ripped off uh, Casa Bonita. <laughs> from yeah. Colorado to open that uh speaking of plagiarism but it the, the all of the restaurants they had were fantastic and now it's not quite as good there um but I still like Megaplex cuz I can get a shake 
Yeah. Well, well speaking of closing and your best ofs, how often are you guys seeing like you're putting something up for a best of? Because, you know, a lot of it is restaurants. There are a mm-hmm. lot of local businesses and like yeah. locations, but that, you know, you ha- maybe you should do like an obituary section <laughs> on a restaurant. <laughs> oh, we're totally like <laughs> giving a, you obituary ideas. Like an yeah. in, in memoriam section right? of yeah. best of? Well, I mean, uh, we've been doing the best ofs for 30 years. So one thing we, we started two years ago was a hall of fame. Yeah. yeah. Um, the guys so. on there. <laughs> <laughs> they were one of the inaugural group. One of these days, yeah. city weekly is going to treat us to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they'll be like, we just wanted to show you no, why it's what why they'll it's do there. is they'll cater it here. And <laughs> it's still bullshit. So we started like a, what's it? What was the, I'm going to mess it up, but like kind of like an in memoriam. So, in 2018, we honored the Zephyr Club. You know, we had Autumn oh, Maletti yeah. there. Uh, last year, we honored the Green Street, you know, Bar and Grill. And so we had Bob Slingerland there. So at, at least as far as the bars go, again, because that, that's our that's origin. Started, so that's yep. where, you know, probably be Port of Call this year. You know, let's be Deviate. real. Yeah. yeah. Deviate was Deviate. up there. <laughs> the Dead Goat Saloon. Dead so those, that's where we started. But yeah, Port we, we started doing the bar, bar memorials. Nice. That's cool. <laughs> Port of Call was really a cool. shithole unless you wanted uh, a cougar and listening to Royal Bliss. That was when we were doing <laughs> They actually, watching football in the basement of Port of Call was great on Sundays because they had yeah. all those TVs. All yeah. the old projection TVs. I, I, I never got to go there. I, I turned 21 right after. Right they after they demolished yeah. it. Yeah. City Weekly, I mean, probably like from your dad's perspective and, and even just as your family perspective, it's probably been incredible to see Salt Lake change and evolve mm-hmm. over, you know, 30-ish years, 35 years. It's 20 years. Sure. Yeah. 20 years for me. It's always 24. 20 years. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's always 20 years for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, it's a different city. It's a, di- you know, from when I started working there, that it, it's changed. That, you know, when I started downtown, we were talking, we were talking about lunch. There were only two options for lunch 10 years ago. It was like Lamb's Grill or Atlantic Cafe. Lamb's Grill's gone. Two blocks. <laughs> they're both gone now. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But two full blocks away, and those were my only lunch options for a long time. You well, know? you could have gone to McDonald's. <laughs> Whatever, dude. There were hot dog carts downtown at that time. Oh, hell yeah, there were. And some yeah. taco carts, yeah. but mostly a hot dog cart yeah. on. Third South. Third South. And like, yeah. yeah. Third South. And oh, and there was that shitty, like, quick stop that was on Main Street there. It's still uh, there. Is it still there? Yeah. Their hot dogs are like eight bucks a piece, and they're fucking <laughs> gas station roller hot dogs. <laughs> you don't want to eat them. Yeah. Like, they look like le- like leathery skin hot dogs, <laughs> but they're like eight I don't think they serve the hot dogs anymore, though, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. That little quickie mart's still there. Yeah. yeah. Now, you, the, what's the, is it a, it's Barbacoa now that's right there, or did that Gone. one close? Something else now. So in memoriam, was, Barbacoa. It, it's it, going to be a bank. In yeah. memoriam, that location. Yeah. Let me tell you, I know Barbacoa is a customer of mine. Uh, that location did as much money as a lot of the other locations do in two hours, and then fucking no one. After two o'clock, not yeah. a soul went into that place. Yeah. And they yeah, had I want to know why Pig in a Jelly Jar is so popular, because every time I've ever <laughs> been there, it's delicious. <laughs> no. No, it's too, it's too it's too. That's why this is why gross. we don't write the article. <laughs> I, yeah. I, but so I worked in the J.C. Penney Building right there for for a few years, and there used to be a place called New York Burrito, where that barbacoa is. In yeah. like New York Burrito was so rad. It was awesome. Yeah. I don't know why it closed, but there has like nothing nothing can stay in that location. No restaurant no. has survived it. No. It's like Pierpont over here. The, mm-hmm. the well, the we were talking about that bar. In, yeah, that, yeah. bar has been like, like the nothing. Hotel. Stay there. So look, Avant Garde was a great bar, 
and it would have survived if the owner hadn't only opened it for the sole purpose of playing with his own fucking band in a bar. Well, we went there. On, was, sure. it the, was it the actual opening? No, it was their soft opening. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We went there for for Mark's birthday. Yeah, their soft jazz opening. is hard. Jazz music is hard. Jazz music's like fine. Go. Like people would go, but the owner clearly only opened the yeah. fucking place so he could play himself. And so that's the type of music you just sit and have a drink, and you're going to take up a table for three hours. Yeah. Like, you can't make money in the middle no, of downtown. Exactly. You can do that on a jazz night. Like, yeah, have a jazz night. That's you can cool. do what the Bayou does. They bring in jazz musicians every yeah. once in a while. Yeah. But they also have lunch and, <laughs> yeah, and good a food. shit ton of beer. And yeah. <laughs> you know who rivals their beer selection is Slackwater out in uh, oh, Slackwater's great. Yeah. That yeah. place is fantastic. And that's yeah. also a building that has been seven million restaurants. And I think Slackwater will actually survive the one Which down. building is it? Uh, so, you know where Southtown Mall is in mm-hmm. Draper? It's that building that's like on the corner, the like square looking wood build yeah. building. Yeah. Okay. It's that building. Is that it the too. one that used to be the McGrath's? Uh, no, because McGrath's. No, is they the, tore that down. That's a. Pollo Loco now yeah. and a Krispy Kreme. Um. <laughs> <laughs> McGrath's used to, so McGrath's was owned by a Catholic family and they used to donate to every like Catholic event. Like if you had something going on, you're like, hey, can we have some money? And they'd be like, yeah, here's some money. <laughs> Are you guys going to cover the demolition of the white buildings, the white apartment buildings next to the Greek church? Is City Weekly going to cover that? Yep. I'm sure when it becomes a story, it will. But like you know, as part of both like the Greek community and the like this, the news community, it it actually has not even been approved by the Greek community yet. So that story is a little premature we, until we the have, Greek community we have, approves we it. We have a friend who lives in yeah. Those LaFrance apartments are classics. Yeah. They're you know? rad. Yeah. That's so like I not even and honestly I don't even know when the Greek community is supposed to be uh, voting How do on we that. Save them? How do you save them? Yep. <laughs> you have to become Greek first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just join the Orthodox Church. They do need oh to Oh my be, God, that's yeah. too hard. Yeah. Have you ever, no, it's, you ever I'm gotten not dunked? kidding. Yeah. Well, I mean, Adult like, baptisms. so, so yeah. Greek Orthodox can receive communion at a Catholic church, but a Catholic cannot receive communion at yeah, a Greek Orthodox Yeah, it's because you're just church. a dirty Catholic. <laughs> yeah, they I, broke I up with it. us. They yeah, broke up with it. us. I couldn't do it. It's too hard. It's too hard. No, I can't, couldn't do it. Uh, so, so you guys, uh, you guys have the, the MedCan, uh, event coming mm-hmm. up? Yeah, Are you talking doing in. that at uh, the expo center again? Uh, we're doing it at the fairgrounds. So in the big ground building, that's the, the multi-level building there. Where they do all the cool food demos during the yeah. state fair. Yep, yep. So that's, you know, we, we started that one before in, in 2018, right before we voted for Prop 2. So if you remember during the summer, that's when it started on the decline. It used to be just be like 60% voting for 40 against. You can't trust polls. We all know that from 2016 mm-hmm. anyway. Well, but, it doesn't really matter what the public votes on the legislative right. bodies. Just going to change it anyway. Do whatever the hell they want. Yeah. They'll just screw it up until they're like, Oh, we screwed it up so bad. And I can't have it. Sorry. Yeah. So, I mean, we were, this will be our third iteration of that event. So it'll, it, it's always going to be. I think that'll be the most like evolving type of an event just based on what we're looking for in, in this community right now. So right now it's still like, yes, we, we, we will have medical dispensaries in March. Like that's, that's the thing that's happening right now. But as far as like future industries, you know, the hemp industry in Utah is going to be massive. We have the right climate for it and the right, if we just had like, you know, that right business community investing in it, like that'll be the best and boom they, for Utah economy. They are starting. Well, yeah. and something that's really cool about your events, just because we've talked about it the last two years um, being on our show, is it's a massively educational event right. for people yep. and nothing like that 
exist in Utah right. in, in that topic, I don't think. Right. Yeah. No, we've got a great speaker series, a great speaker lineup. And so it's, it's, you, you can come in with every predisposition in your head and why you'll never like, you know, the devil's lettuce. And then you'll leave <laughs> being like, I've been stupid my whole life. Like it's, and I'm not saying that you're going to, we're going to convert everybody into there into just, you know, our event is not for the pot smokers, the, those people. You know, the stoners, they're going to get their weed anyway. They don't need to go to a medical dispensary. And, and you're not going to get high right. by going to this event, people. Right. There won't be contact highs. No one's going <laughs> to, no one's going to slip you their medical cannabis yeah. in a gummy form into your like drink. That just yeah. is not what people do. No. No. It's too hard to get. They're not just going to give it away to strangers. <laughs> you got to get that more at a concert than you would at the... <laughs> yeah. We interviewed um, the owner of Sukav. Sukav. She is um, not the owner. No, no. She is something like the head sales director. Or something like... Anyway... Um, she, she left us some samples and I, I'm, I'm sold. Like I'm hooked not and I hate to say that just cause it, yeah. but, but I've been using it since she gave us those samples and yeah. I think just like, learning their background too. They're local growers, mm-hmm. pure strain, you know, they're not mixing with anything back, and just back having by like Utah's favorite Carl Malone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just knowing that that is existing in our community, especially oh, yeah. when there's, you know, she talked about it. So many that are not pure, Garment, I guess. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, Sukavu is an amazing company. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that we want at our event. Those types of speakers that can come and tell you the difference in what you should be looking for when you look at a, at a, a CBD label, something with, you know, there's so many different strains of cannabinoids. It's like, what do you really want? Like, yeah, what strengths do you need? Yeah. What do you, you know? Yeah. So you're using it for topical pain, you're using it for whatever. And it's, in, you know, I don't think anybody on anybody that we've ever brought, nobody said it's going to cure anything. It's a, you know, pain alleviator at best, you know, but if it, it, you know, the way we talk to people about it is if you're, if you're in that much pain and you put some of this as a topical or, or, or digested and it helps you, like, why is it so illegal? Like, that's insane. You know, why are we putting people on all these opioids for the same thing? Well, it's because Pfizer you know. didn't come up with it. Pfizer, right. <laughs> I'll just yeah. be honest with you. It's because yeah. the drug companies haven't yeah. figured out how to profit on their own. So those are the stories that we keep hearing over and over again. The biggest thing for pain relief that they've, you know, people's loved ones have tried. So it's like, that's why we got, we, we backed and just went, you know, at our own expense. Like it was not cheap putting on that event. No. But, <laughs> but you know, that's the reality is like the, there's people that are in, in need of it. And so we'll, we'll be behind that too. Yeah. So don't I, worry. I just have coronavirus. Oh, perfect. <laughs> COVID-19. I've always fine. wanted to meet one. <laughs> breaking, it's, breaking in the city weekly building. It's Corona time. Yeah. Do you got any limes? Hey, some beers. you guys have a marketplace. I, I don't want to, I'd be remiss not to talk about it because, mm-hmm. um, there's Groupon, uh, mm-hmm. and then there's a good marketplace that's similar to Groupon, <laughs> but better, I think, yeah. which is your guys' marketplace. The city weekly store. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we've done that for about 10 years now too. And that's one of those things you were talking about, like a separate revenue stream, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, but you guys sell, it's, explain it. I don't want to jack it up and say you just stole Groupon's idea, but. No, I mean, for us, you know, we started that around the time of the recession. So we had adverb, purely advertising based. If somebody couldn't afford a hundred dollars in for an ad or whatever, we took that in. It, it started as trade, for, trade it, trade for ads. So from our perspective, I don't care who pays for that space, whether it's our, you know, a, a restaurant or, you know, 10 different customers buying things 10 at a time and going there to eat. So over the years, our, our 
clients like it because their advertising bill has gone down. But then also our readers like it because they get to try something new or repeat at, you know, slightly less cost. And then you'll pay a little, you pay for a $25 certificate, pay $15 for it. And then, yeah, you're going to spend a little bit of above and beyond. Or if you spend underneath, like you're going to come back. Like that's why, you know, and there's a, the difference between us and a group on is it's always limited. It's always based on our clients ad spends for that month or that year or whatever for that issue. And so they never, they never get super inundated like you would with Groupon. We don't remind people when that thing is about to expire and then they come back, you know, they use a bunch of gift certificates in the restaurant that day. Like that's not what we do. Like, well, and but, it's not just restaurants. I mean, you guys do concerts. Oh, no, activities, concert tickets. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really genius way to continue to get advertising money in. With oh, them. yeah. And being able to help a customer, right? Being able to help your, your clients actually mm-hmm. do some of that advertising. Yes. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, okay. Do you guys have more? Because I have a question that's important. <laughs> you better ask it. Okay. Hopefully I can answer important oh, questions. Uh, well, uh, this is an important <laughs> one. So what's one thing in Utah that you couldn't bear to part with? You are a Utah boy, born and raised. I am actually, I love Utah for its seasons. I like, you know, I get pissed off when our spring is super short, but like this fall was like perfect. So I love the seasons. I couldn't go to Arizona and just be dry all the time. Um, they had and, a monsoon season for and, like a month. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the quirkiness of it, like, you know, the four seasons in a day, that kind of messes with your head a little bit. But, you know, for for the most part, I like just being, okay, it's summertime. All right. Now it's, you know, we're on the patio. We're grilling. It's fall. We're, you know, just now we're going to be outside and walking the dog a little bit longer, skiing in the summer. Like my favorite part in the, you know, fall time, spring, you can do it in springtime too, is like getting the double whammy and go play golf. You know, go skiing in the morning and then golf in the afternoon, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you can't do that in a lot no. of places. So as far as like Utah broadly, I like that. But topically, like northern Utah is like a different state than southern Utah. They look so much different and they have their own character. So it's like, you know, when the last couple of years, instead of traveling out, of you know, because I've, I've been to Chicago, I've been to Florida, New York, whatever. I've seen a lot of the United States, but I think people need to realize that we have a lot of like that cool stuff. In Utah, with the exception, I'd, I'd love it if we had the ocean. That's one thing I wish we had. Yeah, Bear Lake. Yeah. But Bear, yeah. Lake's Bear Lake's great. Bear, Bear Lake looks like an ocean. pretty damn close if yeah. you go on the uh, east side of the lake. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's really damn close yeah. to the ocean. It's a little bit colder. Yeah. No, the north side is awesome. But yeah. that's the Idaho side, so. Yeah. That's okay. We can count it. It's yeah. basically Utah. It's attached. It's where you can buy The alcohol. water flows back and like forth, and it's good. <laughs> I don't know if that was like the super important qu- you know, answer no. to that question, <laughs> but that's what I like about it. We you just, know. you know, we ask everyone uh, that's on the show that talks to us what, you know, what's one thing that, that they couldn't bear to part with. Yeah, that and fry sauce then. <laughs> yeah, but you can make really? your own. <laughs> Not mayo I am, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Going out of state and you go burger and fries and everybody gives you ketchup and you're just like oh shit you just make your own though <laughs> that's so, a like, for, well no because when, yeah. when we went on our on our cruise they had a what is that guy's burger I don't even remember but they had a and they had this great bar and I come back and I like mix up my on my girls look at me and they're like mom I'm like yeah. well, go get the crap and I'll yeah. mix it up for you I yeah. mean just make your own so my, my my buddy Dan had a TikTok. Uh, and I, he said it blew his mind because he's lived in Utah his whole life and he's never thought of this, but he saw a lady grab a bottle of sriracha and put some sriracha in some fry sauce. And he's like, that was the most mind blowing thing. And I can't believe yeah. I've never tried it. And I do it with Cholula. 
Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> fry sauce. I gotta try it now. Cause I, ever since I saw that, I'm like, I need to have fry sauce and put some hot sauce yeah. in it. Yeah. What a great idea. <laughs> um, so what, uh, you've got the, the MedCan, uh, festival coming up in April 15th? April 25th and 25th? 26th. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just guessing dates in April. Sometime in April. It's down the road. It's all good. Six weeks away. <laughs> or eight weeks away. Whatever it is. It feels, it feels further away now. It's going to be tomorrow know, before yeah. we know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's That's already it next works. week. You yeah. guys, you guys right. have uh, anything else coming up? When's your next like really big publication? You guys publish on Wednesdays. Yep. Publish every Wednesday. Enrique's working on our city guide right now. That's our biggest one coming out this, you know, this quarter. Um, we always do a summer guide. So the city it's guide comes one. out in like the, in the March. Maybe end of March, April. mid, first little bit of April. Yeah. He said mid April when I talked to him. <laughs> All right. Mid April then. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. He's he the guy it's did. a reward yeah. for filing your taxes. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> come out on April 15th. Everybody can remember that date. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be easy one to remember. Yeah. Uh, if you guys like what you hear, please, uh, share the show. Uh, if you don't like what you hear, please share the show. Cause I don't really give a shit. I just want you to share it. Yeah. Um, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at TNU podcast or, uh, or Twitter. And Facebook's different, whatever. Uh, com is our website where we definitely plagiarize lots of shit from the city weekly. Uh, we do, we do link back I to you guys. I give proper credit and links. And we don't, we don't like just plagiarize your no. articles there. We plagiarize them. Yeah, she doesn't copy and paste them and then be like, Jessica Richardson. <laughs> I wrote this thing. <laughs> now we can backlink to, we backlink to you. I, I, I would be curious what our backlinks look like, but I bet we have a fuck ton to you guys. Yeah. Probably. Um, like a metric fuck ton. Uh, which is the proper measurement. So I make sure to sign up. So I don't know if you guys do it, but I'm signed up for city weekly emails and it's one of my most favorite things that I get every week because there's several different emails that you get. There's the actual city weekly email. There's one for upcoming events. There's one for food. Like there, I just, I love, and I if love, you, get, no, I love getting <laughs> them. Like if you're like most humans and hate getting that many, you can actually choose which ones you want. Right, yeah. right, right, right. No, but just make sure to subscribe if, if you're an area. So like I live in Eagle Mountain. Smith was where I got it from. Now I can't. So it's nice to be able to have mm-hmm. that online. So, so when are you guys going to offer home delivery services? Because <laughs> let me tell you, since the Tribune, it's like Uber City Week, since the Tribune, Went nonprofit. We've been getting the Tribune delivered to our house. We so haven't, I think that they just decided we deserved it. We haven't paper. subscribed to the Tribune in years. Oh my god! Awesome. <laughs> and it just started. Showing but it was up. perfect because it started like right before Thanksgiving, and my grandma's thing used to be, you know, the Thanksgiving paper. And my mom comes over to our house for all for the Black Friday deals. And yeah. so I don't care. <laughs> but like it was really fun to have the paper there for my mom because it totally was like, oh, it's just like grandma used to. Just, yeah. Uh, we haven't called them and told them that they're doing it wrong, just in case I want it. And Jeremy taught us the weed thing, and so I'm like, I'll just save some of these papers. Jeremy taught us the weed thing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You don't um, need to know. Pete. It's a secret. Pet obituaries. We're going to do it now. Okay. okay. Now my mom's gonna, my mom's going to hear this and be like, I temple. told you I wasn't crazy. Some of them temple. <laughs> she's not. She's not. She's not. Some of them temple. Pet, her. pet obituaries. Pete, yeah. thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, this thanks for having me. This was fun. Time. Yeah. Come back anytime. Yeah.